I'm Kaya Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Chrisman Frank, the co-founder and CEO of Synthesis School, joining me from San Francisco, California. Chrisman, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Excited to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me a bit about what Synthesis School is and the story of how it came to be? I can. You're a synthesis student, so I'd love to hear your uh, your perspective on it as well. But um, yeah, the story is uh, it starts with my co-founder Josh. He was uh, he was a teacher at this thing called Teach for America at a low income school district in Las Vegas, and uh, he taught there for a couple years. And he was you know just a really inventive teacher. And I guess he got recruited to teach at a, a school called Merman School for the Gifted. In, uh, in Los Angeles, where Elon Musk kids went. And one day, Elon walked into his classroom and said, Hey, uh, you know, my kids really like you. Um, but I, you know, I, I want to do things a little bit differently. Uh, why don't we why don't you start a school for me at SpaceX for my kids and some of the uh, some of the other SpaceX families. And so Josh was like, Yeah, that let's do that. That sounds amazing. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Elon uh, one of his principles for starting the school was um, there are really two major ones. Number one is, is don't do the age segregation. So don't, don't put kids in grades by age. Don't make them all learn the same thing at the same time as if it's a factory. Like that's kind of a crazy idea. Let's not do that. And the second one was, you know, if kids, if, if school was trying to teach you how to be a mechanic or an engineer, they would say, here's a course on wrenches and here's a course on screwdrivers and, and so on and so on. And he thought the way you should do it is say, you know, here's an engine. Let's take it apart. Okay, you're going to need to learn how to use a wrench. And so it should be problem focused instead of tool focused. And so Josh kind of ran with that idea. He started building these you know, kind of, you know, the problems became like kind of games and simulations because that was sort of, uh, you know, that, that, that uh, worked really well in a classroom environment and he added this kind of team sports element which you, you know from synthesis right kids kids really enjoy i mean everybody really enjoys uh you know working together on a team competing against other teams that's sort of just like part of human nature and so he created this uh course called synthesis based on those ideas i went to visit the school uh which is at the spacex campus um i did the little tour and then we were having lunch and uh we were outside because it's california and it was a kind of a lunch slash recess kind of thing. So some of the kids are outside, you know, just playing and eating lunch. And then there are this group of kids that were inside just uh, kind of shouting these really complex sounding arguments at each other and seemed to be having a really good time. And I was like, what's, what's going on here? And one of the teachers said, oh, sorry, that's synthesis. You know, the kids get kind of obsessed. I was like, this is a school project? Like, what, what is this? I've never, never seen, uh, seen kids so excited about school. And uh, she kind of explained that concept to me, you know, it's like these games and simulations and there's a the team aspect to it. And, uh, and I was floored and, you know, more, more importantly, I could kind of see the, the sophistication of the arguments that the kids were making and their communication skills were just way beyond anything I'd ever seen. And I'd visited a ton of different schools, including, you know, $50,000 a year, you know, really expensive private schools and uh, never seen anything like that. And my son was two at the time, and I just felt this like sinking feeling in my stomach, like I've got to get him in to be able to do this kind of education. Like this is how I wish I were educated, and I think this is conferring some really exceptional abilities on on these students. 
Um, and so it, it, it was a couple of years, Josh and I kind of became friends and, uh, you know, talked about like doing something together to try and get this more accessible to families, you know, beyond just the few at SpaceX. And, uh, when the pandemic hit and school shut down happened to be when Elon's kids were graduating from Ad Astra. And so Josh was able to, um, you know, think about starting a company. And so we, uh, that's, that's what we did. We started in, um, launched in in November is when we launched a kind of subscription, which is what synthesis is now. So it's been going about four months. Wow. So and what's what, your, uh, does that line up with your um, experience in synthesis? Yeah, I do quite enjoy it. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. So and what, what do you, you like about it? It's just fun. I get to talk with friends. Yeah. yeah. Does it feel like it's, uh, I hear from, from a lot of kids that, that it's, uh, you know, unlike, you know, maybe like playing Call of Duty or Fortnite or something like that, 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 you know, kids will like it more because it it is actually like pushing your brain. You can feel like it kind of stretching your mind a little bit. It doesn't feel like, like it's just entertainment. Is that, is that true for you or is it just the yeah. entertainment value? It's that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Yeah. So what did you do before synthesis? Uh, I was working at another education uh, uh technology company called class dojo which is um it's it's um when i joined i think there were about a thousand people using it i was the first engineer hired there and um we grew to about 51 million people now and um it's a it's an app for uh primarily for teachers of kindergarten through fifth grade students to communicate with families so it helps uh, helps them build better relationships with the families um, and that's how I met Josh as I went, I was looking for, uh, my next class dojo project when I went down to visit the Ad Astra school. So what were the big, some of the biggest challenges you faced leading up to launching the school? And did you ever think of giving up? <laughs> I've, that's a great question. Um, it's definitely been, I'm doing now what I really you know, have always wanted to do, which is, you know, leading a team, building something that I'm really passionate about, which is, you know, teaching, uh, helping to teach people to, to think the skill of thinking and solving problems. Um, you know, it's kind of like the most general skill. If you're really good at solving problems, you can, you can get whatever you want in life and you can, you know, you can create things that help other people. So I, I really love what I'm doing now, but there are definitely a lot of, there are a lot of setbacks along the way. Um, I don't know that I ever thought about giving up because it's given, it's just like, what else, I, what, what else would I do? Like, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I would ever give up, but there were, there were definitely a lot of hard times where it's kind of like hard to get out of bed because things aren't, aren't going well. Um, mostly with synthesis things of things have gone you know pretty well um right right from the beginning um josh had, had sort of developed this you know the experience of synthesis over you know seven years with elon so that was kind of already um it was already pretty good and we just had to make it you know put it in in software and like start a company around it um and yeah yeah now it's just it's daily challenges. One, one thing I always say is like, this is like my synthesis game, right? This is to me, this is just, it's, it's fun. It's like playing a, a really fun video game 
with friends. <laughs> so it's a lot like synthesis, right? There's other people that, that I need to, I need to work with and, and it's very complex, right? There's, and you're always making mistakes. Like we talk about in synthesis, you're always trying to make course corrections. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So what do you like most and least about running synthesis is running the school, what you expected it to be? I like, I, I, man, I, I, the best thing is, uh, you know, it's probably talking, talking with the students like this, this, this kind of thing. I'm very optimistic about what you guys will create. I mean, you're already, how old are you? Uh, I'm going to be 10 on the 20th. So, so you're almost 10, but you're already creating something useful, right? Like maybe other mm-hmm. kids will listen to this and that, you know, and they'll, they'll learn maybe not from me, but from other, other people that you interview and kind of get an idea of like directions that they want to head in life. That's fascinating, right? That you can, you can start, you know, creating value for other people at a very young age. So that's, that's the best thing is like, I see you guys in the, in, in the sessions and I'm just very optimistic about the future of the world. Um, that's definitely the best part. Um, what do I like least about running synthesis? Uh, I don't know. Like, like, you know, like every job you have chores to do. Um, accounting is not, you know, necessarily my favorite thing, but, um, you know, generally all parts of it I like doing because it's all serving like the greater mission is running the school. What I expected it to be. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always surprises, but I think, uh, yeah, that that's a good question. I don't think I had, you know, it's it's going it's going more or less according to plan. Of course, there's just been a ton of surprises, but but more or less, you know, the growth has been really great, and the uh, it's it's been delightfully positive so far. Yeah. So, based on what you've learned so far, what do you think are the most important things for kids to learn before high school? Uh, let me ask you a question. What What do you like most and least about running this podcast? Probably having to edit stuff. And edit stuff is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, that's the chores. Having a conversation with people is probably the best. It's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it is it what you expected it to be so far? Yeah, pretty much more or less. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, sorry. So based on what I've learned so far, what are the most important things for kids to learn before high school? Um, I think there are, you know, so it's sort of like your, the most important things when you're young are to kind of train your, your, your biochemistry, train your emotional reactions to things. Not, it's not so much in what you think, um, learning like facts about animals or something like that is, uh, you know, is maybe useful, but it's more important to, you know, one example is, is socialization. So just talk to a lot of people, be, be around like other kids and be around adults so that you get the hang of that because it's very hard to, it's hard to change those things later because it's, uh, you know, having a conversation, there's a lot of things we're doing that are sort of outside of our awareness that we don't think about because we're sort of naturally doing it because we've just done it for a while. And so that's really, really important, though, you know, if it's really important for parents to uh, make sure their kids get around, get around other kids and just kind of learn to uh, learn to be. Um, the other thing I would think is, uh, you know, sort of what we're doing in synthesis where 
you're learning to have conversations. You're learning to solve problems together. And I think most importantly, you're learning how to deal with uncertainty, right? So you're not, I hope this will contribute to making you the kind of person that does not just accept the answers that you're given, but that you learn to question things and that you learn to figure things out for yourself. Um, when we say it's synthesis, like embrace the chaos. Mm-hmm. I think that is extremely important to get in early because school kind of trains you in the opposite way. And, you know, the world is, if you want to do anything interesting, um, you have to kind of figure it out yourself to some extent. No one's going to be able to tell you what the right answer is. Great question though. Yeah. Thanks. So what do you think is most broken or flawed about public education in the United States? I think the problem's there's public education and private education are, you know, they're, they're remarkably similar, similar, similarly flawed. Um, you know, even Elon with billions of dollars and, uh, you know, able to get to do, to get his kids in anywhere, had to start his own school to find, uh, to, to find a place that was a fit. I, I think if I could wave a magic wand, um, the age segregation idea is the worst, right? The, the idea that you're going to spend time, you know, in synthesis, it's mixed, you're mixed up with kids of different age and different ability levels, right? And that's helpful because sometimes you're going to be, you're going to be the, the, uh, the least advanced and sometimes you're going to be the most advanced. And when you're the most advanced, you can help the younger kids. And when you're, you know, or the kids who aren't as far along as you are. And when you're behind, you get to learn from, from other you know, other people who are somewhat close to you. When we do the age segregation thing and try to make everyone learn at the same time, that's a really bad idea. If I had a, a magic wand, I would, I would just eliminate that. Um, and I think that would solve a lot of the problems. Um, mm-hmm. The other big one is, is, you know, Elon sort of said this, the idea of teaching by subject and teaching in, in a linear way where you learn A and then you learn B and then C, that's not a really great way to do it more more problem focused, more things like synthesis. I think that's how you build real knowledge because everything's sort of connected. Our brains just don't work by studying things. We work by using things. And when you're, you're trying to solve a problem, you're actually having to use what you learn. Um, but yeah, what, what about you? Are you in, are you in a, a, a normal public school? Are you homeschooled? Uh, right now I am homeschooled. Got it. But were you in a public school before? Uh, private, but it's a bit COVID? different. It's a, yeah, it's a bit different than most schools. What kind of school is it? Um, I mean, I'm not sure. <laughs> How is it different? Like, well, we get to learn at our own pace, which is really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. So if you're like really far ahead in one subject, you get to, you don't have to like go through all of the stuff that you already know multiple times. So that's nice. Very cool. Are you going to go back after COVID or? Uh, yes, for a fifth grade. For fifth grade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So what advice do you have for young people considering starting their own company? Um, and it's generally, I would not, I would not advise anyone to start a company. It's, it's sort of torturous. I think Elon described it as or one of his friends described it as uh, eating glass and staring into the abyss of death. Um, so it's, it's, 
you know, if you, if you just feel compelled, like you just absolutely have to start a company, then, um, then, then it's okay. Other, otherwise I would say, uh, just, <laughs> just don't do it. If you are resolved to start a company, then you know, just, I, I think it, the most helpful thing is to realize like you're always going to have reversals of fortune in a company. So if, if things are going well, you just have to, you kind of have to have the attitude that they're going to not be going well at some point in the near future. And if they're not going well, then, you know, you know, possibly the company is going to die um, or, or maybe it'll get better. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very, very, uh, it can be very difficult emotionally. It was very difficult emotionally for me with my first, you know, several, several companies. Um, but I've kind of learned to learn to tune that out a little bit because I, I now I, I more, I expect difficult things to come up and, and that makes it easier. And that's just good general life advice. Uh, every, you know, everybody has difficult times in their life and it kind of helps if you expect that and uh, don't expect things to always go well. Great advice. So knowing what you know now, would you've done anything differently growing up? I mean, I, I wish that I, um, I wish that I didn't have to spend as much time in the, in the school system. I mean, I, I didn't, I don't think I, I learned anything useful in school certainly certainly just not not worth the time um i would you know i what, what i'm doing with my kids is like encouraging them they pull them out of school they do a forest school which means they just go hang out with a bunch of other kids in in the woods for a couple hours a day and and you know study ecosystems and just you know play and explore and then they they read a lot and they do synthesis and you know i I wish i wish i could have done that as a kid i'm trying to give them the experience that i wish i had more freedom more exploration and just just more you really learn by reading right so the one thing i do not regret is i just read a ton when i was a kid um and you'll find most like you know people who are quite successful they almost always they're they're very very big readers there's just no Mm -hmm. substitute uh, for acquiring a bunch of knowledge and, uh, you know, reading is still the best way. Yeah. I literally, sometimes I read Wikipedia on space related things for hours every day. That's awesome. I mean, that's, you yeah. just keep, build the habit of doing that. I, I, I think really when I, the success that I've had, I think is, is, you know, I was not the smartest kid at all. I mean, you would not find anybody I grew up with who would say, you know, he, he was really smart. We expected him to do big things, but, but I did like reading and just acquiring knowledge. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the number one thing. If I'm trying to predict who's going to be successful, I think a desire to acquire knowledge, that curiosity is probably the number one thing. So mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Yeah, I, I think, I think, and, you know, not number one is that love is is the most important thing. Uh, that's what real success, real wealth is: is having having love, relationships, friendships in in your life. Um, you know, be good to your family and your friends uh, above all. And uh, you know, other otherwise, uh, you know, read read a lot and try to you know try try to do what you love. And I think if you, the, the oh, I've always thought about this question. Like if I'm asked this, I think. I don't have anything totally unique to say, but you know, you can, you can read a lot and uh, you know, discover what other people have done and you'll end up finding, you'll end up combining elements of a bunch of people you admire to figure out, you know, the best, uh, the best approach for you. And I think that, you know, that's a, 
that's as good as I can do on that one. <laughs> it's pretty good advice. So, <laughs> do you read a lot of biographies at all? Uh, not There's, really. Yeah, it, it's. I tend to. I didn't get really into biographies until I got older, but that's a really good way to learn. If you read like a, there's a good one. There's a good Elon biography. There's good, good biographies about Steve Jobs is like another person I really admire. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you read those and you kind of learn how these people approach life and, you know, they're different than you. So they have different ways of doing things, but you can, you can sort of take what you like and, and disregard what you don't like. And so that's a, as you get interested in that stuff, I think that's a good, a good plan as well. Yeah. So before the joke of the day, Chrisman, can you tell us, our listeners, about how to find out more about Synthesis if they're interested? Yeah, our website, synthesis.is, and I'm uh, at Chrisman Frank on Twitter. Twitter, And uh, yeah, what's uh, who are your listeners? Are they other 10-year-olds? Uh, ten, ten um, I don't know exactly, but... Yeah, hard to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um. And where do you uh, where do you hang out on? Do you use TikTok, YouTube? Uh, no, not really. It's only really this podcast. Just this, okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. That's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, Chrisman. Time for the joke of the day. What's a snake's strongest subject in school? A snake's strength. Yeah, I don't know. History. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.